0: and welcome back everyone to answers for elders radio as we're talking about transitioning out of covid and what really is going on and how is this affected our seniors and we spent the first segment talking a little bit about what's happened and to think about how their lives have changed and so now as a family member if you have a loved one that is sitting you know has been sitting at home for 450 days, 450 days since um, the state was pretty much shut down. And so we want to talk a little bit about now, you know, how to help your loved one and what to really to expect of them. And so Kelly Smith is here from Care Partners Living. Kelly, I'm glad you're here with us.
1: Thank you. It's an honor to be here.
0: Well, Kelly, you're talking to families all the time that are kind of like, What's next? Uh, how do I help? Um, I'm sure you're getting a million quadrillion
1: questions. Are you not? <laughs> all, all, all the time. Uh-huh. because People don't want to do this too late, but they also don't want to do it too soon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, because they already know that mom's suffering from depression. And what you worry about is if you put her in a home, what's going to happen then?
0: Yeah. But there's
1: things to look for to, to make that decision. You, you right. have to know what the earmarks are. To, to, to decide if it's even time to have that conversation with mom yet. Yeah, very true, very true.
0: And obviously, with with um, there's perceptions of assisted living aside. Right. Obviously, it's how do you how do you um discover if mom or dad are depressed. I mean, I'm just going to go right back to... Let's, just, okay. Kind of let's, let's,
1: yeah, let's have that conversation. Here's the thing. Every single human being on this planet has some anxiety or depression or they're not paying attention to what's going on around them. Exactly. Let's just tell the truth. Everybody's and, got... COVID has made it different for a lot of people. It really has. Everybody's got a little bit of something, you know, whether they talk about it or not. But most people are dealing with something in their life right now. So you have to be able to separate. Is this just because mom and dad are having a bad day, a bad week, or is this really, truly depression? Mm -hmm. And how do you know the difference? Well, I'm not a psychologist, but I can tell you from an assisted living standpoint, when you walk into mom and dad's house and their bills are piling up, there's food in the refrigerator that should have been thrown out a long time ago. Yeah. You notice they're not eating. They're doing more takeout. Why aren't we cooking? And what kind of takeout are we doing? Your normally healthy parents who've been cooking all these years are now eating McDonald's all the time. Hey, what's up with that? Yeah. Why aren't we cooking? Are we only um, in our home? Maybe they they're still living in the family home, three or four bedrooms, but we're only using two or three rooms in the entire house. Mm-hmm. Are we bathing? That's are we true. keeping up our hygiene? Mm-hmm. Have we gotten to where every conversation is negative? Every time we talk to mom and dad, how you guys doing today? Oh, you know. Oh, well. Everything's everything's terrible. This is. Is there ever are they ever having happy days? What's going on in their life? Mm-hmm. Um, when you go over there to see them. What kind of condition is the house in? Um, Again, what condition are they in? Are things being kept up around the house? Is the house falling apart? Mm -hmm. Because that can also be not just mom and dad's knee is bad. He can't get out there and take care of those gutters. Could it also be they're just depressed and they just don't care anymore? They're just Mm -hmm. done. Um, Are they taking their medications? Are we having a medication mishap where mom and dad are, are also forgetting to take their medications? Are they hydrating? Mm-hmm. Are you finding out from the neighbors that there's some things going on? Mm-hmm. Uh, the neighbors grabbing you at the at, at at the driveway and saying, "Hey, you know, we haven't seen your parents in a couple of weeks. They haven't been outside. We got nice weather. What's going on?" So there's some earmarks things to pay attention to, and then it's time to sit down and talk to them. But if we're having issues where uh, mom and dad are, mom's going to the hospital, she all of a sudden she's falling. There's things that are happening that don't make sense. That's the time the family needs to really investigate. And then parents aren't going to like it. Mm -hmm. They're so used to being independent. They're so used to being the parents that they're not going to like the fact that suddenly their kids are sticking their nose in their business. So parents, pa- children need to understand there's also a respectful way to do this. Because yeah. you go in there with both guns loaded and say, all right, we're going to have a conversation because I'm sick of that. You're gonna, your parents are gonna, they're going to shut you down right now. So you, have to, you have to be able to, to do it at a time when they're not having a horrible day. Yeah. You need to sit down with them and say, hey, we're concerned. Is this place getting too big? What can we oh, my- do to do?
0: I think, too, is giving them proper notice that you want to have the conversation, but you give them time to process before the conversation happens. I think that's respectful. Um, you know, mom or dad, I'm, I've got some things I want to discuss with you based on some observations I've made. I, I really want to bring you into the conversation and share the thoughts openly, and I want to give you time to kind of process this before we have a conversation. And and that means it's it's not threatening. You're not put on the defensive. It gives them an opportunity to be involved and engage, I think, um, that you're not trying to ram something down their throat. And that's, and that's it. And listen,
1: the other point that I want to really get across to families is listen. Don't okay. go in there and do all the talking. Slow down and listen to what mom and dad are saying. You don't have to agree with them. And you're not going to solve the entire world's problems in that conversation. Mm
0: -hmm. The first
1: conversation is always the one where they're going to fight you. And they're probably going to tell you why you need to mind your own business. Just be prepared. The first conversation is never the one where they go, let's go look at assisted living communities. We can't wait. That happens maybe one in a hundred. Where I can't tell you how many families have come in here and go, I can't even believe mom and dad said, yeah, let's go. (laughs) I mean, it happens. It never
0: happens that way. It never happens. But it's rare. Yeah.
1: A lot of times we've actually had it happen where the kids will sit down with mom and dad and go, man, we're worried about you. And they're like, what took you so long? We've been hoping you'll come help us find a place. You know, it does happen. Okay. But be prepared that those are rare conversations. A lot and of that's, time- that's so often what
0: you're saying because so many people say, well, I know my dad won't move because he's already said this. And it's like, you know what? If I had a nickel for every time <laughs> my family has told me this, it's like I'd be a very rich woman, right, because this is not the case. It's like this is common. And to understand the mindset of a loved one or that is a senior that is losing faculties, that is feeling more vulnerable, the one thing they want to hang on to, even though it may be
1: detrimental to themselves, is what's familiar, right? Well, not only that, not just familiar, but also their independence. Yes, you have to remember, yes. not just familiar, but you're going to take them out of their neighborhood where they know everybody, their neighbors, you are gonna sell the home that they raised those children and there's memories. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you you got you've got a lifetime together in this house, right? You know, you think about it. Um what what I always say to my fiance is is that, you know, we're not we're not we're not going out and doing something. We're building memory. Yeah. You know, because this is what we have our life together is memories, yeah. right? Well, exactly. what if you're having – what if your spouse is getting dementia and now your children are talking about putting you in a home? What are your new memories going to look like? Sure. Oh, my new memories are of my wife having a fit because she's got to go to bed now without me in a dementia unit. That's my new memory. See, people, people also – you have to remember that generation – also only has nursing homes to remember what their parents and grandparents were in. Right. A lot of them don't even know what these places are like anymore. And they're afraid they're gonna move in and their independence is going to be taken away. Some nurse, some executive director is going to be bossing them around all the time. I'm gonna take your spouse from you. You know, they they think that they've heard horror stories too. So a lot of times their their fear Is is actually based on on perception of what these places are like. I'd rather stay in my house and die than move to a place where you're going to take my spouse from me. You're going to take all my money. You know, you're not going to. I have to. I have to be told when I can eat, when I go to bed. I'm going to be treated like a child again. And 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 so then the children also have not just the fear of moving and the fear of all these other horrible things, but now the loss of independence. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's, do the children understand the, the, whole, the whole gamut of what these parents are really looking at and how scary that can be. You know, you think about moving right now, right? We're getting ready to buy a house. And all I keep thinking is, we've got to do this again. Are you kidding me? Right? But the end result is you've got this great house. You're so happy. It's our forever home. Well, now add 30 years to that. Sure. And now my back is bad and my spouse is sick. And we're doing this because our children came to us and said, look, we're worried about you guys. All right, we're going to buck up and do it, knowing this is the last place we're going to live. So when you do have those conversations with your parents, no matter how frustrated you are or scared, you need to remain calm and kind. Because at the end of the day, this is their life, and you have to remember that.
0: And their perception is is inaccurate, is it Will be because there's options that they know about it 's very important to get those fears out in the open it is and, and
1: be, but be but be kind, remember your parents raised you they 've been through a lot we I had a woman come in here three weeks ago who was at twelve years old, went through World War II and lost a lot of her family oh, Wow, those people still exist. Their families still exist. Where's the heart? Where's the kindness? So you've got to slow down with people and hear their stories. Because a lot of times there's reasons that people are afraid to move into a place where they're afraid they might be controlled. They've got stories from their past we don't even know about.
0: Very true. Very, very true. So, you know, in our next segment, we're going to talk a little bit about making that transition and what to expect when you're looking at senior living and how, you know, what is going to happen once we get to this point of, you know, of transitioning and the state is opening. There's still going to be some situations in assisted living that's going to be different, everyone. It's not going to be this blanket opening. And so, Kelly and I, we're going to, we're going to discuss a little bit more about what that's going to look like in after June 30th. And in the meantime, Kelly, how do we reach you?
1: The best place to find us, in all honesty, is to check out our website. It's carepartnersliving.com. And then you can see all the communities, the new construction. You can even see my mug if you look under admissions team. So yeah, well, fun stuff.
0: We love you, Kelly. We know that. <laughs> and, and, and the thing is, everyone, just remember this. Uh, I think Kelly made a really important thing, kindness. Kindness is... It is an absolute blanket thing no matter what is going on, whether they're, they're dealing with their fears or just frustration. Um, this is the time, as frustrated as we all are, is to have remember our humanity and remember our kindness. And I think this is important to listen, to be open, and allow the process to unfold. And we are always here for you. And um, Kelly, we'll be right back.